Brooklyn. Hello and welcome to Gameplay Radio. I am your host once again back. My name is Aaron. Uh, thanks for staying tuned. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, last week's hangout uh, where um, host VJ of the Truths of Power show played some Cards Against Humanities while I uh, went on a trip to D.C. 
Um, thank you, VJ. And um, now we are back <laughs> trying to continue the storyline of um, Dungeons & Dragons for uh, brand new folk. Um, we have with us in the studio today uh, smaller numbers, but still mighty. We have the two Joshes. Say hello, guys. Hello. I'm going to say hello, too, but that doesn't help since we're both named Josh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Josh and Josh. Josh and uh, Josh. <laughs> also, also with us hanging out today is... Uh, my pal Caroline, who is on the quote unquote ones and twos, but not actually, but is kind of say hello. Hello, I am Caroline, and I am indeed on the ones and twos. Yes, and can, we're going can confirm visual confirmation <laughs> ones and twos on the ones and twos. Perfect. Um, so uh, we are all there, <laughs> and um, yeah, we're just we're just going to try to dive right back in here. Um, we have our two characters. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves first, briefly? So my character is Steve. Okay. Steve is a dragonborn paladin. And I just have to say, I've been approaching this episode with anticipation and concern. So, <laughs> which I guess really fits the character that I've been playing this whole time. You have. But... I all I was gonna use fire breath like at the very end of the last episode, right? And very excited about the opportunity to use the fire breath, <laughs> and also concerned that maybe uh, Josh and I are not gonna make it to the end of the episode because we we're in a little bit of a rough spot. It is kind of dire straits at the moment. Why don't we introduce uh, other Josh? Josh, why other don't you Josh. Introduce, uh, uh, Finny. My name, is, uh, yeah, my character's name is Finn. Finny. He is an elf, and he has. Ice magic. So interesting compliment Fire to Josh, who has a, yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Um, and so you guys, along with um, your pal Zora um, and also a later buddy, um, went into these caves in order to find uh, your contractor um, and also to locate and, con- and uh, figure out where um, his bodyguard went off to. You found notes that they were dragged into the caves off to the side and found it infested with goblins. Um, after a number of different uh, switches out and bad rolls with climbing, uh, you eventually found a uh, <laughs> goblin cave and um, met a uh, one of the goblins in particular who requested a truce but only if uh, you were to um, go and kill their leader, their overlord, a bugbear named Clark. Um, so this one goblin, Yemek, uh, had the bodyguard that you were looking for, Sildar, and agreed to give him up if you would um, trade someone to be in his place. So you let Zora take on that role. So Zora's back there hanging out with the goblins. You... Uh, Steve, Buddy, and Finny went on ahead, um, recruited some goblins to start an uprising um, against (laughs) the evil Clark overlords. And, um, you know, it didn't go quite as planned. No, it didn't go well. Uh, Buddy is unconscious on the ground. Mm, Uh, We discussed a little bit last week about uh, death saving throws. Now, uh, the person playing Buddy, Bryce, unfortunately could not be here today. He was really embarrassed that he's unconscious. He he felt... (laughs) He just felt terrible. He just couldn't come back. Couldn't show his couldn't face. Couldn't face it. So I will be making those rolls for him, uh, where essentially uh, at the end of his turn, at the end of his turn every round of the battle, uh, I make a roll, and if he fails three times, he is dead. If he succeeds three times, he is unconscious, but not dying anymore. So that's kind of the situation. Finney had to heal up a little bit, and Steve 
is um, now about to try to breath weapon this mess. In front of you are is Clark and his pet wolf. And also um, off to the side, we have a couple of goblins, some that you had recruited and some that um, were already in Clark's employ that seem to be fighting each other off to the side here. Um, Can I just say that a daring uh, attempt to go try and rescue our contractor is like the saddest but <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, this, it's, it's, it's level one adventuring. You know, we get into the majestic stuff when yeah, you're no, like, level no princess and princes and princesses for us. It's not, contractors. And not uh, yet, if you guys keep playing and leveling up, then gotcha. usually it's other stuff. Gotcha. As well. Okay. Usually it's the little stuff that you realize has this important significance The stuff you find later, mm-hmm. you know, S- story arcs. Ooh. All right, very exciting. <laughs> um, but with all of that, how about we dive back in here? It was Steve turns at the very end of the round. Uh, we were going to go into some knowledge about breath weapon. Yeah, um, because let's do it. he's a dragonborn. Um, essentially, the knowledge when a dragonborn uses a breath weapon, you can use it once a day. Um, when you use it, each creature in the area of the exhalation uh, makes a saving throw. Um, and remind me what your draconic ancestry is. Should be a color. I'm, I'm checking. Checking. Oh, my color? Gold. Yes. Gold? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I have to make a deck save, and the range is a 15-foot cone. Okay. Uh, so. Who is in my, my cone of fire? Probably Clark and the wolf. I assume you're not aiming it at Finny or your no, friend. That would be unconscious aiming at on the me. ground. No. Okay. Uh, no, not looking to do that. All right. So I'm going to roll 2d20 here for each of them. Or no, 1d20 for each of You get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now we need to find out what your DC is. The DC on your end, you said it based on your skill set, is um, 8 plus your constitution modifier. Okay. Plus your proficiency bonus. So All right, so constitution modifier is plus one. Okay, so that's nine plus your proficiency bonus. Proficiency. Where would I find that? I'm sorry. Uh, that will be under your battle statistics. Okay. Oh, plus two. Plus two. So your DC for, for them to succeed is 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can do math. Um, so the DC is 11. Unfortunately, I rolled a 17 and a 19. Oh, no. But that just means that they take half as much damage for this kind of attack. So they still Mm -hmm. get damage. It's just not the full amount. Shoot. So you need to roll uh, a D6 twice. And we'll half that for the amount of damage they take. A six. Okay. And a two. And a two. So... Eight points halved is four, so each of them takes four points of damage in this fire blast that you exhale on them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. I'm sorry, dude. Oh. Mm. What, what, what was that, Caroline? It seems more like a fire burp. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's Some level fire one indigestion. Characters. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, but, you know, everything counts, so... That's kind of that's kind of where we're at. We're actually back up to the front. Um, the goblins are fighting each other off to the side. I'm going to roll uh, a d20 here to see how successful they are. Uh, your goblins at the moment. Great. Uh, the one you had recruited named Frank is already down. Unfortunately, yeah. we established that last time. Frank didn't make it. 
they rolled a natural 20. So they're doing they're doing pretty well over there. Um, Buddy, it's now his turn. So we're going to make the first death saving throw for him on the grounds. Okay, I rolled a two. Uh, and so uh, from a 10 and down, that's one failure. So that's one death saving fail uh, for him. Uh, now is the wolf's turn. He's going to attack you, Steve, because you just blew fire at him. Makes sense. Um, right. That is a non-natural 20 to hit you. Okay. So what's your AC? Uh, 16. Okay, so that definitely hits. Now I have to roll for damage. How about a D2 for that damage? What? It's a, it's a D4. Well, I rolled shit, so that's only two points of damage to you. Um, and next, because we also rolled actually really terribly last time, is Clark's turn. Clark the bugbear uh, is going to um, go up to you as well. Take a swing here. Oh, God, it's a natural 20. <laughs> I never roll this well. I don't know what's happening. Are you okay. using the green dice? No, I'm using the, the clear Use blue. the green dice. The you green dice are the shitty dice. <laughs> Those well, are the dice that fail every you time. You know what? We'll see about that. We're going to see how that goes. It's too late. It's too late now. <laughs> um, in any case, uh, again, a natural 20 on a hit means that I double the number of dice that I'm going to roll. Um, so that instead of 2d8 is going to be 4d8. Josh's. For the record, I have seven health. <laughs> well, so you'll go... Remember, you'll go unconscious. You can still get back up. You just, you know... I told Aaron to ready the game over music before we started. I think we're actually... It's going to be all of the finny. Uh, a reminder for anyone who is watching. At any time, a person can run from danger. Not that we necessarily want you to, but you can. It's an option. Anything is an option. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Um... All right, let me do some math here. That's six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine points of damage. All right, with with his gigantic morning star, his huge club with the metal spikes on it, he just goes up to you like large, uh, like gob- hairy goblinish figure and just like bashes you down. And Steve is unconscious. Finny, yeah, you're on your own. I'm on my own. You're on your own. No your go. friends are down, and uh, the goblins are now attacked. Clark's goblins are now going wow. to try to retaliate for the other goblins. The, yeah. The rebel goblins. Uh, they rolled a 12, so they're like hanging in there, but they're not doing great. How's your, What's your best ice magic, or do you want to run and now abandon us in the mine? <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. Uh, um, uh, what, what, what would I do if I ran? What would happen to the game? Um, well, you... <laughs> There's one person left. I'm running away from danger. Uh, I can go back and get Zora. I don't know. Maybe? Maybe it would, be, it would have to be up to you. Uh, I mean... I mean, you could just say, fuck this and leave. You could leave and then, in theory, come back to fight another day and remember your fallen brethren. You could fight. You could try to get Steve up. If you have a healing potion or something, I think Steve has one on hand. Does he not? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You could probably like take his and feed it to him. That would be right. your turn. Right. I think yeah. that's what I have to do. What what's your can I can I ask two two questions? Please, yeah. yeah. Question one. Yes. Um so if all of us are unconscious but none of us are dead. Yeah. Do we just lie there unconsciously rolling saving throws until or or if we're all unconscious, does that mean that the battle is done and they just like execute us at the end? Do you ever have a game where people are all unconscious but the game isn't over cuz people yes. sort of one by one resuscitate? <laughs> Not because like they one by one resuscitate, but we can we I there is some options. Okay. Um question 2, how healthy is Clark looking? How healthy is Clark looking? He's looking oh, he's looking a little labored um but like not close to death. Yeah. Like and he's, you're he's out bleeding of fire a little bit but for today. <laughs> just just for today. Yeah, 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 I mean you have other attacks though as well. I do. I have a long sword. All right. Well, I I think that the best option here is for me to use my turn to revive Steve with a health potion. Okay. okay. So you go to do that. Um, the health potion that we gave y'all again was a regular healing potion. So um, you get to roll two d four and then add two, and that's the number of healing points that you get back. Um, wh- whichever one of you wants to roll it, you're welcome to roll it. Uh, okay. D four. Yes, the triangle-looking one. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. The one looks like a little pyramid. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah uh, roll it. Oh, God. Too yeah. many die. You got it, you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of juggling of things. We're a little low on counter space here. Okay, the number on top, the points is the number you get. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, Two. Okay, roll it again. Four. Okay, so that's six points of da- six points plus two, so that's eight points. So you're back up to max. Yes. Uh, I had eleven, so I'm eight of eleven. Okay, though. you're that's eight out of eleven. Good. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you. You're back up. I'll take it. Cool. And Steve, now it's your turn again. Is it my turn again? Yeah. And I don't. I'm out of breath weapon. You've used your breath weapon. Okay. You've got you got Clark and the wolf kind of like bearing over you and Finny together. You do anything. What What's feels it? right to your characters. You Let's know what see. I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 also like when you're in difficult situations like this, it, it it's helpful, like a lot of people get in the mindset that they have to like win the game or whatever it is but again this is a tough situation this is your character's first battle what would your character want to do Mm, gtfo yeah 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 but then like what like can we carry buddy out i could probably carry buddy out i mean sure you can use your action to make a strength check and your movement to run away yeah let's do that is that okay and then then we're all out and then we, I guess we have to go, Zora is still tied up with uh, right. other goblins. The go- goblin allies, we just leave the other goblin allies to get slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get the sense that shit's probably going to go down after you guys leave. 
if you guys decide to leave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Clark's looking labored, but still okay. Like he's like he's looking like he's ble bleeding a little bit, but he doesn't look like he's going down on the next hit. You know, mm. he's not like wavering or anything. He's angry. What kind of a uh, ice magic do you have available to you? So I have uh, let's see, ray of frost, <laughs> which is cool. I also uh -huh. have two spells that I haven't used. Magic Missile and Thunder Wave. Both very good spells. Both very good spells. Uh, do you do you know what they do? I don't know what they do. Well, let me describe them to you yeah. so that you have an idea yeah, of, yeah. What's, of your, yeah, what your yeah. full options are. Um, generally, Thunder Wave, and I'm going to look this up, but Thunder Wave is essentially, it causes damages and pushes all enemies like in a certain radius away from you. Mm. So it kind of like has that force effect. Um, and then Magic Missile is an automatic hit, and then you just roll the amount of damage that you do. Hmm. Hmm. How much damage do you do on Magic Missile? I don't know. How do I know? Um, I think it would depend on your level. I'm going to look that up as well. Okay. So, listen. We also got dude who, like, has Zora mm -hmm. captured. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just kill him, get Zora, and, and Buddy, and... Bounce. And, and bounce. And bounce. Yeah. Yeah, you clearly caused a lot of um, drama. Okay, so FYI for Magic Missile, it's 1d4 plus 1 force damage to the subject, to the target. Mm -hmm. And then um, for Thunder Wave, um, the, the person has to make a constitution saving throw on a failed save. The creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. 2d8 thunder damage. 2d8 thunder damage. That's pretty good. Yeah, so you could try it. So the other option we could do yeah. is we, we go all in. I try to hit him with my longsword, which is 1d8 plus 3. And then you try to hit him with the thunder wave. And if we can hit him like 12 damage or something, maybe that's enough. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe we run. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you only have so much time as well because this is all happening. For for context, most rounds, every single person's turn is like six seconds. Oh. So, like, I'm giving you a little bit of leeway because you're figuring okay. this out, but also, like, you kind of got to make, make a little bit of a decision here. All right. Let's run. Really? You want to attack? Let's I do mean, it. Let's, let's attack let's for the attack. listeners. For Come fun. on. For the okay. listeners. For the listeners. For the listeners. All right. Let's attack. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm going to attack with my longsword. Okay, what are you going for? The wolf or Clark? For Clark. Okay, roll that dice. Okay, so it, again, it's a d20 yeah. plus your strength modifier plus Dude. your proficiency bonus. <laughs> what did you roll? Four. Oh. Strength modifier is a three. Okay, proficiency, seven. Pro, uh, proficiency bonus is yeah. a two. Oh, so it's nine. A nine. No, his armor class is a 16. Well, that's not even close then. Yeah. All right, you can move as well. Um, can I move myself into a more defensive position? Um, so I'm, t I'm checking because there is something called dodge, but... Pretty sure it's an action. So because you already attacked, you cannot take the dodge action. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to check disengage as well. Uh, because these are two. Um, okay, it's also an action. So for both of these, like, there are two different options, which, because you didn't know about them, I'll let you change your minds. Um, but essentially, you can dodge, which is like you focus entirely on avoiding attacks, and until the start of your next turn, any attack roll against you has disadvantage. Mm. Or there's also disengage, where um, you, you take your action to move away from the person so that when you actually start moving out of their range, they don't get what's called an attack of opportunity, which happens whenever you leave someone's range of attack. Oh, so if I move out of the way, he'll have an attack of opportunity on me? He will, So yes. I'm just going to stand there and get hit. Okay. <laughs> Sounds Seems good. Seems like the only option I have, really. Well, I mean, you can run away and be farther away from him. Right, but then he'll have an attack of opportunity on me. Right. That didn't work so well for me last time. That's true. I mean, it sounds like you get hit either way. All right, well, I'd rather get hit normally. Okay. I stand and fight. I'm not going to get hit from behind like, hey. a, like a jerk. Brave Steve. Um, okay, the Frank Goblins are still fighting. Um, a little bit worse for wear. Um, <laughs> uh, Buddy is going to do his second death-saving throw because no one has stabilized him. That was an 11, so he has one success and one failure. He's okay this round. Um, the wolf is going to attack you, Steve. Great. Uh-huh. Give me a nice low roll. An Great. 11 would be nice for that one, too. I rolled an 18. Stop. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just how the dice roll. Um, okay. Here we go. 2d4. Uh, that fell on the floor, but that number is a four plus one. So that's four points of damage to you. No, five points five of damage points to you. Of damage. Um, now Clark is going to turn to you, Finny, mm. and mm -hmm. attack you. Oh, okay. That was a natural one. He whiffs it. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Actually, he whiffs it. And because you guys are in such close quarters yeah, together, yeah. Um, I'm going to roll another dice here. He hits his dog. Oh, Ooh. poor dog. Oh, no. but there yeah, you go. So he <laughs> he hits the dog, and that's then take um, a D8 of damage here because he didn't mean to. That's four points of damage. Mm. Nice. Wolf, the wolf like whimpers a little bit. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Hold on. Now it's the, the clawed goblin's turn. Oh. Okay. They're still hanging in there, and they're getting a bit of the upper hand on the other goblins. Mm. Um. Now, Finny, it is your turn. Okay, I have one question. Yes, sir. What is background features? Background features? Yes. Under my spell casting, I have something called background features, discovery, great secrets. Does that mean anything? Uh, probably not in this circumstance. Okay. I thought maybe I could discover a great secret about Clark yeah, some, and use it to our advantage. Secret. He's mean, really sensitive about his big feet. Yeah. He's like, insult him. He's. I mean, honestly, you're welcome to take your turn to try to, like... I don't know, wisdom check him. You flirt with him a little bit. Insight check see. him, see if you can make that work. But that will be your action. So mm. kind of give him a once over mm -hmm. and kind of like assess okay. his soul. And now <laughs> um, I have magic missile and thunder wave. Magic yes. missile was? Um, auto crit, um, but you roll and you roll like the damage. It's like 1d4 of damage. So low damage, but auto hit. Hmm. Okay. And the thunder wave is on a failed save. They get pushed like. 10 feet away from you and get 2d8 damage on a failed save. 
Let's do that. Thunder wave. Thunder yeah. wave. Thunder wave. Thunder wave. You step in front of Steve so yes. you don't hit him, and you do thunder wave. Okay. Um. Now, do you you know your spell casting DC? Hold on. Roll a couple of dice here because I'm gonna have to. How would how would I know that? Um, it, it should be under your like spell area, like spell casting, yes, spell attack casting. modifier four, four spell save DC twelve. Okay, so it's a twelve to save. Um, and neither of them save, so go ahead yes. and roll that damage. Okay, yeah. So which which one am I rolling? Uh, you roll two d eight. It's like the one that looks like two pyramids put together. Ooh, let's see. This guy. This guy. This yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. Nope. Nope. That's uh, that's a D10. Okay. And How- roll roll that twice. Seven. Seven. Good. Seven. Seven. Right. Fourteen points of damage. Okay, that's good, good right? Job. Okay. Um. So you do this fourteen points of damage each. And um, why don't you describe a little bit about how you kill both Clark and the wolf? <laughs> um, the wolf goes uh, very painlessly. It's very humane for the wolf. Very humane. Because we're all dog lovers in of this course. room. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And then Clark, <laughs> I, I wish I had time to assess his soul and see what his great secrets were, but I think he goes pretty quickly as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll give you like a bit of an artistic mm-hmm. like you kind of step in front of Steve and you like look up to this bugbear <laughs> and it looks you in the eyes angrily and you kind of nod like nod like go on your way and then you cast Thunderwave and it like ripples out wow. and like yeah. he they don't even have a chance to say and to have a sound. They just kind of like fly backwards. The wolf, of course, does not actually fly backward, but collapse to the ground because humanity. Um, and Clark flies across the room and is unconscious. Um, the goblins on either side stop, look over at what's happened, and runs over to Clark and starts just like stabbing him over oh, and over good, again. Good. Nice. Both, both sets. Both sets are doing this. So everyone hates Clark. Everyone hates Clark. Everyone's taking a shot. Poor Clark. No one liked him. This is why you don't this rule what- with fear. Love is... <laughs> Machi- Machiavellian was wrong. When, you're only, uh, when your only friend is a wolf. <laughs> roll with love first. Roll with love first. Okay, so you have you have successfully do, done that. Buddy's going to make another death saving throw because nothing has happened with him yet. Uh, that's another fail. Um, are you guys going to try to stabilize him, yeah. heal him somehow? I still have lay on hands. Okay. Is it my turn? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're out of we combat at this point. Kill Sweet. each other, I mean. <laughs> we just kill each other. No, heal each other. Heal each other. I was like, I have no need to kill I each mean, other. I mean, let's be, this is sort of like the last day yeah. of the game. And let's heal we up. Don't, we don't need Buddy anymore. Sorry, Buddy. Bryce, you weren't here. <laughs> okay, so you're, so you're going to leave I'll, him? Bring, I'll bring him along. Let's let's bring him along. We can okay. all survive this encounter. Okay, are you going to try to stabilize him? Otherwise, I'm going to make another death saving throw. No, no, let's stabilize okay. him. I'll use lay on hands. Okay. I think I have... What lay on hands is what you have. How, and you have a certain number of points. Five per day. points. I think I have three points. Yeah, left, you, you've maybe. used some of them. I think I've used two of them. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll give three points to three. 
Give him like the bare minimum <laughs> to stay alive because one point. You don't uh, know. Yeah. All right. Know. I'll give him one yeah. point. That's yeah. fine. That's all a good right. point. Uh, buddy groggily comes back to life. <laughs> he seems like he would be kind of kind of useless in any sort of battle situation, but um, he is there. <laughs> this... <laughs> he's he's alive. He's uh he's like, hey guys, did we win? Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, we, we did. We won. No tight, thanks to me. Tight, great. And he goes back to fall asleep. He's unconscious now. He's like alive, but like unconscious. Mm. You can carry him. It's fine. I won't make you roll for that. <laughs> All right. So we should look around, right? We're, we're finding, we've got to find our contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, Are you going to look around the area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look around the area. Okay. Do, make, you, want to, do you want to loot the bodies first? Like what's the. <laughs> make, like whatever you guys want. Let's let's look around the area. Yeah, let's look around. All right, make an investigation check. Um, what's that? Oh, geez. Um, that's going to be your D twenty, probably plus, uh, I think wisdom. I have an actual investigation. Yes, you should also have an investigation modifier, but it's all like based off of the basic numbers. Hmm. Yeah, not good. Not good. I rolled a two. A two. I rolled a nine, but my investigation is minus one. What's your wisdom? My wisdom. Is wisdoms. It, is it minus one? Uh, Regardless, like if your investigation is nine minus one, then it's an eight. Yeah, my wisdom <laughs> is plus one, but my investigation is minus one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, you. But my passive wisdom is 13. Well, yeah, that's passive perception. That's mm. if, like, something is, like, sneaking up behind uh, you and you can, like, okay. see them. In this case, you're actively searching for mm-hmm, things. It's mm-hmm. not like a piece of treasure is about to jump but, out. And Buddy say, also gets a roll. Me. Buddy's alive. Buddy uh, gets yeah, a roll, too. Right. I mean, I don't have his stats, though, so. Oh. It's kind of hard to roll him. He's really perceptive. He rolled a four. Maybe mm. he's not so perceptive. Nah, he's pretty, he's pretty groggy. He only has one hit point. He's, like, wounds are closed, but he's, like, looking pretty shitty. Um... You guys find, like, you you look around, you see a couple of boxes, you can't really get any of them open. You guys find, um, like, 20 gold pieces and a potion of healing. Cool. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. right. You also find, um, like, a little jade statuette of a frog. Huh. So. Just, like, treasure. Let's carry it out. Yeah, it's is like it, it's little. It's a little handheld thing. It's not. So what? What else can we do in this room? Is there like another side of it? Is there? This is the end of the room. I don't remember what the room looks like. Wasn't there, wasn't there like stairs and a waterfall or something? Yeah. Right. Well, you you guys uh, passed around and through. You went over the bridge mm-hmm. through this area where there was a waterfall and two pools, one of which was empty because you activated one of the flood warning systems. Um, and then you kind of went up the stairs and you were in this kind of room that had like a fire and a bed and a bunch of loot and like was just seemed like it was generally Clark's area. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, down like to like the west side of the room, you do see like what looks to be like a tiny little shoot. Um, but like make an intelligence check. Oh, shit. Oh, it's don't worry about it. Here's another. Nope, you don't want that d20 because you think it's cursed. Take this one. Okay. Give 15. You that. 15. 
Okay, you gathered that this is the shoot that you saw in the room with the wolves when you first entered the caves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can just basically go back out the way you came. All right, let's do that. Looks like there's nothing else to do here. Yeah, the goblins are, like, celebrating and, like, looting through all the stuff. You see them easily open some of the boxes that you guys couldn't figure out. Um yeah, I mean, let's go back to that guy who wanted us to kill Clark. It's like, dude, we did it. Yeah, yeah, you're going back give to give us Zora back. Yeah, and like, give what, us some what's some going money. on? Here? What happened yeah. to our contractor? Or let's get the what he was like a bodyguard. Let's get him back too. We sent him back. He was sitting in the cart. Oh, outside. he's in the yeah, cart. Kinda, yeah, you kind of sent him outside to to chill because well, he was also pretty. Um, all right, let's get everybody pretty, back and like figure out what's going on. All right, I agree. Okay, um, so you guys head back around. The conquering heroes mm. uh, for this like goblin uprising. Um, Yemek is there, um, and I don't know if I remember his voice, but mm. uh, he's essentially like, "You're alive, so you won." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clark's dead, and the wolf is dead too. But he went very humanely. So very humanely. Don't worry. I hated that dog anyway. Oh. Uh. So um. Yeah, I guess. You know what? I actually... He kind of looks over at Zoro, who's glaring at him. And he's like, I think we're actually getting along. So I think that you could probably go. Hmm. Maybe. Zoro is glaring at you, too. Yeah. I mean... Intimidation? We just Well, like listen. To, uh, <laughs> just leave her there. <laughs> we, we, we live in a post-Me Too era. I don't think we can leave her there no, but at the same time either. you know zora uh, zora what do you want to do can we ask zora what she wants yeah, to do want to yeah text, zora 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 text of eva zora's uh <laughs> get me the fuck person. out of yeah, here yeah, cool. seriously let's let's get yeah, her out yeah, yeah let's get out of here okay that's true we shouldn't presume love love yeah. love could happen <laughs> but yeah okay uh so zora who's not taking any of the shit she gets up and she says, no, I'm going with them. And you make like goes up and like points a spear at her like, mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere. Ha! Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to quickly do some. What? Uh, Ray of Frost. You're going to Ray of Frost. <laughs> yeah. Frost. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> What what do I roll for Ray of Frost? Um, it should say on the sheet, but I can look it up. Uh, does he have any other goblins with him? I mean, there's some other goblins in the room. Hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't. Do we want to fight a whole bunch of more goblins? No, but no, I don't. Let's inti- I mean, let's use intimidation first. I want to like talk him out of it. Okay, okay. go for it. Roll an intimidation check. You kind of put a hand on Finny's shoulder and say, "Hold on, it's not worth it." Uh, twelve plus four. Oh, that's pretty good. That's really good. That's a 16. Yeah. All well, right. My intimidation is plus four, yeah. You are a dragon. You are, you yeah. are a dragonborn. Um, yeah, you kind of walk up to him. What do you say? I say, I, I think that's a really bad choice, considering what we just did to Clark. He kind of he, he kind of thinks it over. You can see his eyes widen a little bit, and he kind of goes, mm. I don't like her anyway. <laughs> he kind of lets her go, and Zora like punches him in the face. <laughs> Good job, he, Zora. He takes like two hits, two hits of damage from the punch. You hear a bit of a crack in the nose. 
Nice. Um, yeah. So you guys have <laughs> successfully, it seems, freed this area. You're free to walk out. Are you guys going to leave? Um, it's, I, I don't really know what we're doing in this cave, to be <laughs> honest. Let's leave. Yeah, let's leave. Okay, you guys walk out. As you guys are following the trail, heading off, Like you hear the whoops and hollers of goblins echoing throughout the caves as they weirdly celebrate the fact that they don't have to answer to anybody's shit anymore. Um, and you exit out. Sildar is there hanging out on the, um, on the cart that you guys had left behind. He's looking a lot better. Um, he sees your friend Buddy, who's like slung over like one of y'all's shoulders, and he goes, "What happened to him?" Uh, just uh, you know, occupational hazard. Sildar, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what the hell happened? Like, yeah. What's going what the on, hell Sildar? Happened? Tell he, tell us what's going on, please. Yeah, yeah. He um he kind of lowers his head a little bit, um, and he says. We were, we were, we were ambushed. Um, I, I overheard them saying something about uh, a, the black spider sending word that the dwarf was to be brought to him. Uh, so I don't know where Gundren is now. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what happens. Um, I will say um, the Gundren, Rockseeker, and his brothers... They had found an entrance to a long-lost Wave Echo Cave where the mines of the Fandelver's Pact uh, were created. Um, and it's possible that this, these mines with this valuable treasure supposedly hidden inside could be something that this black spider is looking for. But I don't know where they were, where that would be. Perhaps going into town, he says, looking at your confused faces. <laughs> I could use some rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is he telling the truth? Make an insight check. 20. Oh. Natural 20. Natural 20. Um, of course, it's a natural 20 now when yeah. I'm asking if our ally is telling the truth and not when I'm trying to read fire breath at a big thing that's trying to kill me. So. <laughs> You know, he useful. Steve is a diplomatic. Yeah. Born. Um, you get I mean, you get the sense that he's telling the truth. Maybe he's downplaying the attack because he's a little embarrassed about having not been able to protect his employer. But he seems to be telling the truth. To town it is. Town it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're ready to go back into the cave. No, no, no. no. Let's go back. Let's go to town. Yeah. Okay. So you guys head off to Fandolin to uh, get the money you probably should have gotten in the first place. Um, A little bit worse for wear, a couple of more adventurers in your party, and uh, yet more mystery to be solved. And that is the end of the story that I had planned for you guys. So if you guys ever decide you want to play more of Lost Minds of Fandelver, by all means, set it up, figure it out, because there's a whole, it's a whole module. It's this whole story. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. This is just the beginning. Ooh. Very cool. But cool. Yeah, you, good job. That was a good uh, introduction. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Finny, Finny the hero. Finny the hero. I, I feel like I should have been doing that spell from the very <laughs> beginning. <laughs> the whole yeah. time. 
you, would have wrecked everybody. You know, you figure it out as you go. Spells yeah. can be very powerful, which is why you only have like a certain number of them you can use every day. But when it's the final battle, you usually pull out all the yeah. stops as soon as you can. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, that was cool. I mean, it was like hard to know what was going on, um, but that was part of the fun, like playing through the mystery of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like what thing? Because I mean, honestly, also I'm learning how to DM as well, so feel free to throw shit out. I I just thought it was. I enjoyed the experimental nature of it. I realized that maybe we um. We took a long time kind of talking through all of our options. Yeah. But I liked that even though there wasn't a right answer, there were clearly a lot of wrong answers. <laughs> and we could generally think our way through what we had the capacity to do. And so um, that was great. And it sort of it punished you enough for making the wrong choice. So like, yeah. you know, I couldn't get up the wall and, you know, <laughs> I was luckily pulled up. But, you know... If I hadn't been pulled up, I would have gotten stuck at the bottom and it would have made sense, right? Right. You yeah. Know, got punished. And, you know, we we took the side of the less powerful faction in the mine and we almost got our asses kicked. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that it's appropriate to have those consequences come back. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's one of my favorite parts is the fact that, like, if you can you can make anything happen, honestly, like um, in my weekly game that I have like a private one. We created some sort of flying system by having someone with a magic broom pulling like a paraglider behind it and then like another paraglider behind that. So we had like a little train of like flying stuff that we just created ourselves. So huh. like, you really do anything. So as as a DM, yeah. were any of our choices surprising or did you feel like oh, we... Careful there. Kind of... Went too pull, far. You pulled it to its limit a little uh, bit there. I think okay. it's just popping. Mm. Sorry about that. Did you did you um, feel like we made any surprising choices, or did we do anything that um, you thought, man, that was really dumb, or you know, that was clearly a thing that a rookie would do or say? Um, I I guess I was a little surprised that you guys agreed to leave one of your members behind. I mean, it was it was good. It was like a fair idea at the time because the player uh who the person who plays Zora wasn't there and it was an easy way to make it so that y'all didn't have to worry about like what is called Jaegering her around like kind of manipulating the character or whatever. But at the same time like it would have been pretty kind of funny if Aviva deal. had been in the booth and we had just left her behind. <laughs> um, and to be fair, I also kind of stopped you guys before you did anything like too ridiculous, like splitting the party at that one point. Mm. That's like a big no. Um, but you guys did you guys did really well. The, I thought it was really fun how y'all decided to like cause an uprising and you were like, we're going to like spirit speech our way through these minds. Yeah, Bryce was really good about that yeah. piece. He 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 tried to be persuasive when I was just coming in like, let's kill everybody. Let's fight with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we realized at the end that you were coming in hot for a reason. You had the spells <laughs> to back it up. The rest of us were a wow. little bit more hesitant. None of us held our own in battle, really. So. Right. You ha well, I think your fire breath saved us a couple of times. It could have been cooler. <laughs> I, I kind of, in my head, it was cooler. Than it ended up being. You know, that's that's also the thing with like doing level one characters is that you want to do all this cool shit, 
but it's level one. So, like, probably your character also was like, yeah, I'm going to do this fire breath. It's going to be great. And then, like, you're still learning how to use it. So you just kind of go. And that's it. It's like, don't worry, guys. I got this. You know, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Um, But, like, as you get later on, like, like around level 15 or 20, that's when a lot of the battles start being about, like, um, magical beings that are trying to become, like, evil gods and, like, fighting, like, the fates of time and stuff like that. that. Like, the more you follow along with the character, the more strength strength and majestic and kind of cool it gets. It'd be cool on a low level as well, but you're just, like, learning, and so is your character. So do we level up after doing yeah, this? how do you like, level up? I yeah. would say that you would level up for sure after this. Um, and essentially, like, every character le- levels up differently if you go into, um, like, the player's handbook, which is a thing that is, like, very useful. Um, like, it gives you, like, different things. You get different what's called, like, feats. Um, so you get special skills based on your learning more about your class. Um, I don't know as many of them for, say, like paladin or anything but there are things like you get more spell slots or you get uh for example um like if you're a barbarian sometimes you get the ability to be like resistant to certain kinds of damage or different kind of things happen you get stronger and get more kind of like cool skills and stuff like that so the longer you stick with the character but you also have to like them did you guys like playing your characters yeah yeah Uh, i mean my guy was a little dumb which was frustrating <laughs> at times. Yeah. Um, I like the character. I mean, it's also hard to say because it's still so new playing the character and learning what their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'd like the character. I like the character, but maybe I'd like him a lot better if he was level 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was stronger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's fair. Um, but to be fair, oftentimes, like, you can pick a character and maybe, like, start imagining other characters you would like to be like you really can be absolutely anything um would you want to play something else um i i thought my character was really fun yeah um but i i i really and i really enjoyed it it was um i don't know what else i would have played i Mm. think magic would have been interesting or something maybe something really fast and sneaky that also would have been fun sure kind of a rogue maybe yeah um, rogues have like a sneak attack damage thing as well, so they like get like certain advantages and stuff like that, depending on who's nearby an enemy and stuff like that. So it's like a whole different game, also. I don't know if that would have made a difference in this level, though. It seemed like we were in right, a lot right, of right. sort of rooms where we were cornered and had to fight our way out or talk our way out. Yeah, I mean, it all it all really depends on the situation. Um, Do people ever diplomatically work their way through the game without fighting, or is it like really impossible? People can. I think you just have to be really lucky with your roles sometimes. And I felt like we were close. You were. You guys did pretty well. Yeah, but there's always there is occasionally a little bit of fighting. It depends on the game. Also, Dungeons and Dragons is made for fighting to happen. So I'm down to fight. I just curious whether we could have broken the game by not fighting. Yeah, like call a summit and like broker a piece. You know, like yeah. do all this like unexpected stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to put forth that effort, you could have. Aaron, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. This game, The Lost Minds of Fandelver. Yeah, Fandelver. Yeah, Fandelver. Um, is that known to be a good game for first-timers to start with? What was sort of your thought process in queuing up this game for us? Sure. I mean, it is a pretty, it's a pretty common um, 
like first time kind of game. I feel like it's classic Dungeons and Dragons lore a little bit. Very like there are dungeon crawls and clear enemies and a little bit of a mystery. And you start out as kind of like a contractors, but ideally you get more involved as it goes on. Um, and I just thought it was a good a good start out for people who are new to just kind of like enter a cave and like fight goblins as kind of a, a like a good start off place, I think. Um, I mean, there are tons of other modules as well. Like I could just have easily started you on the, the module for the Curse of Strahd, which is much more like creepy and haunted housey kind of a thing mm-hmm. um, where you like go into this like haunted house and you have to figure out what's going on as well. Um, but I thought that for people who are new, like the feel also of classic like dungeon crawl is something that you're also kind of expecting, which gives you more room to explore as well. So. Um, have you, have you played this game as a player? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have not actually. And, and when was this game ori- like this particular one well, originally conceived? Over. Um, that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure. Let me um, peek. I have it right here. Um, maybe it'll say somewhere in the in the packet here that I'm looking at. Um, looks like it was made in 2014. Oh, okay. Um, and it was created by this series called, like, it's called Dungeons and Dragons, but it's created by this group called Wizards of the Coast which create all of these different modules. They have like a new one out almost every year or two years and people get really into it and they have like adventures leagues and stuff like that. But these games that they create are available all of the time after they're like out. They like sell books for it and you can do all of that. Um, Are there like big differences between a game created in 2014 versus one created like in the 80s? Do people still play those games? I'm sh- yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure they do. I've never played one that was made in the 80s, but I imagine that... Um, I mean, I imagine that they're much more classic dungeon crawly. I feel like stuff, modern stuff, maybe gets a little bit more complex. It's hard, it's hard to know without mm. having played it. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, creepy, like, go into, go into a monster thing or whatever. But So when you say the word module, what do you mean? Um, a module is like a whole, it's like a whole story, like a whole book pre-made story. Um, so Lost Minds of Fendelver is a module about these mines and this like, this like mystery of this like treasure in these mines and the Black Spider and all of that stuff. That is a module. Another module is the Curse of Strahd, which mm-hmm. is just like, it's basically like a set game. So like that the dungeon so that dungeon masters they can make their own content they can create that um, but if they want to like take something that's already made like everyone gets to play through a cool new story and then they can also like adjust it as they see fit they have these as like starting places like there's one about um, like the rise of these dragons and you have to go and like fight them and figure all of that out as well there's one where involving ice giants and you know, fighting them and getting them out of this territory that they've overtaken. It's, it's a journey. It's a pre-made journey that is different because everyone is different when they play. So how much of the lost minds of Fandelver did, did we, were we able to experience? Um, let's see there. You are, you've done approximately 
like maybe a third. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. We do pretty well. Yeah. 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 You did like approximately a third of it. You got pretty far. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Like, so there is some longer ones or shorter ones. I mean, the game I play right now called um, Tomb of Annihilation. Uh, we've been playing that one for like a year and a half and huh. we meet every single week. I was going to say that sounds like it might take a little longer. Yes. <laughs> It does. It definitely does. Um, would you guys want to continue playing Minds of Fendelver at some point in your lives? Would you? Is, have you been converted to Dungeons and Dragons playing? I mean, if if I was in an opportunity to play, I would play. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, in the past, I might have not. I might have said no. You know, I have a, a group of friends that have been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and um, just have never participated. Yeah. And um, I think if I knew what I know now about, you know, it was fun and I, I enjoyed it and it was goofy and, and collaborative and, yeah. and interesting, I, I would have joined in, certainly. Yeah, I, I wish I had had this in high school. I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think it's super fun, but it's like there's also, I think, that grind of oh, it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's super fun, but if it takes to like level 20... For it to, to do be anything like really, cool. really, really, really fun. <laughs> yeah, grinding from level one to level 20, that's that's the part I, I'd be realistic with myself and be like, maybe it doesn't well, get as fun as it can be until I devote be, the time, which is fair, like everything. Like, yes, yeah. that is true. But to be fair, when you get to like level five and stuff, you do get cooler things. It's just you don't get like godlike cat powers and capabilities sure. until you're like level 20 because that's like the ultimate, the ultimate stuff. But I, I do get that it can take a while. Yeah. But that's that's why you get the story, too. Cool. Well, um, thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I hope our listeners have also enjoyed uh, this game. Um, we can reminisce and keep this in mind for years or months to come on Gameplay Radio's show page on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Um, all episodes are posted there and pro- probably on iTunes as well. I think you can find us there as well. Give it a shout. Let me know if you find it. Um, if not... Thank you very much for being here. Uh, We will be back next week. I know it's 4th of July weekend, but we will be back here, hopefully with some uh, Radio Free Brooklyn hosts to play a game as well. So I hope you guys pop in for that. And uh, thank you all for being here. We'll see you. We'll talk to you guys next time. And thank you guys all as well. Thanks, Erin. Thanks, Caroline. Bye, folks. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Goodbye. my sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes I've made a few